So, James Wolf, when he's not doing AVGN, he does these videos where he talks about other things, asking certain questions. And the one question that he recently asked in a video, as of yesterday, is what happened to Saturday morning cartoons? Basically, in the video, he gave his you know memories of Saturday morning cartoons and how nowadays, you know, he's more appreciative of a time that he didn't know he'd be appreciative of, or should have been appreciative of, uh, when it was around. So I thought in response, I'd give my own uh, thoughts on Saturday morning cartoons and kind of give an, kind of give my own opinion as to why they disappeared and you know how we can basically relive them, you know, even today. So. Um, so let's let's do that, shall we? So for me, um, I grew up on Saturday morning cartoons since I was about you know a babe. You know, basically, I grew up on Saturday morning cartoons. Um, even despite the fact that you know I was going through a lot of medical problems at the time, my first few years of existence, um, I. You know, was, I was a watcher of Saturday morning cartoons. I can definitely tell you that even though I had my medical issues and stuff, um, I would be watching Saturday morning cartoons with my sisters. And you know, it's like I said, it's been with me since almost the day I was since the year I was born. In fact, if I could really vividly try to remember to my tiniest, you know, tiniest childhood, you know, just a few months in you know, of existence uh, mindset, um, even though I didn't know it at the time, I was watching Saturday morning cartoons in the fall of 1979. Yeah. And even before then. I was born on July 25th, 1979, and like I said, you know, my issues may have caused me not to really get into knowledge about Saturday morning cartoons until I was a little older, but I can tell you, since I was an infant, you know, and, you know, just a few months into existence and all that. And even basically five months into existence, almost half a year. I probably watch Saturday morning cartoons more so than I can imagine. But like I said, those are, these were the Saturday morning cartoons of the 1979-1980 season. And I just didn't know it. You know, I just didn't know it at the time because, you know, of what I was going through. In fact, my parents always had to constantly keep an eye on me to make sure I didn't, you know, have an issue and stuff um, throughout. But I think my real appreciation for it is when I got over this um, in, the in the early 80s, like 1982, 83 or so, because I was still dealing with them up to 81. Thankfully, by the time fall of 81, I think, came around, I was, I was pretty much, you know, on the verge of, you know, being in the clear, even though I still dealt with the aftermath of my medical issues, um, you know, I was pretty much in the clear to where I didn't have to worry about, you know, using certain, um, or, you know, having certain things uh, attached to me because of issues within the bowels and all that. And that's all I'm going to say on that. I don't want to disgust you guys. But it was around, I would say, late 81, fall 81, late 81, and into 82, 
you know, being someone that was two going on three years old, that I really started to uh, watch Saturday morning cartoons more so than I can remember. Now, I can't remember every detail. I can tell you that. I don't even remember what the lineups were unless you look them up online because there are Saturday morning cartoon lineups archived from all the way back then. But I can retell, I can I can tell you. Sorry about that. Uh, a little bit of stuttering. I'm trying to think about what I was going to say. But I can tell you definitely that, um, you know, when you know shows like Turbo Teen came on, or the Snorks, or the Smurfs, you know, came on. I vi I definitely remember those. I definitely remember tuning in to NBC with my sisters and watching those, and just enjoying the heck out of them. Even though I was kind of still young, you know, to really appreciate what I was seeing, I was enjoying them. And like I said, this was like, you know, fall, late 81 into 82. But I think when we got into mid-82 fall, I mean, not mid-82, but, you know, yeah, when we got to mid-82, mid summer 82 into fall 82, I think, like I said, I started to become more appreciative of it uh, than ever before. Because I was turning three years old, so I had more of a... A little bit of understanding of ooh, I'm watching special stuff. You know, I'm watching some special uh, cartoons um, at this time. You know, on Saturdays, and then of course '83 came around, and I, you know, continuously watched them and had an appreciation for them. Really, just looked forward to it um, every Saturday, even though uh, between '83, even though '83, '84, '85. Um, I was homeschooled, mostly between 84 and 85, but, you know, I still looked forward to Saturday mornings. It did not matter to me whatsoever of, you know, whether or not I was being homeschooled or I was impersonating, pantomiming, acting out like a preacher on bouncing on my mom's uh, couch or something like that or, um, you know, in the living room and everything. I just... I just looked forward to watching cartoons on Saturdays. Yes, I ha yes we had cartoons on the weekdays. There's no doubt, from He-Man and she, you know, from He-Man to some other shows at the time that I didn't even know about, uh, to Transformers, which was a huge impact on my life, in GI Joe and and My Little Pony. You know, I just, I, you know, I, even though I watched those on the weekdays, there was something about Saturday morning cartoons that you know, really, you know, really just do a majesticness towards you, really, you know, really through a majesticness, gave off, I should say, not through, but gave off a majesticness to you uh, growing up at that time, because, you know, here you had a certain block on all three different networks, ABC, NBC, and CBS, you had a different array of cartoons that you didn't normally see on the weekdays, because they were exclusive. They were exclusive to Saturday mornings. And any time any one of them decided, okay, we're going to do a multi-part series, and they would end one episode with To Be Continued next week with the uh, To Be Continued, you know, as a kid, you couldn't wait. Like, you would watch all your other cartoons throughout Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but you were just, you were just waiting. I mean, the patience would get to you at times, but you would just waiting in anticipation to see what that next part was going to be on Saturday mornings for that Pacific series. And that was always, that was always the interesting thing about Saturday morning cartoons. 
Like if they did a, a, a multi-part, you know, story on the weekdays, well, you didn't have to wait a whole week. You just had to wait 24 hours until the next episode came on the next day, and then you'd get your answer. But with Saturday mornings, it was completely different. And like I said, you had a whole barrage of cartoons that was exclusive to Saturday mornings. And I really, really appreciated that time. But I think what really helped it make it even more special was when syndication was getting more into it than ever before. Now, I'm not saying syndication wasn't in to the Saturday morning groove of things um, at all. The main focus at times was Sunday morning cartoons, but they later on uh, in the 80s, you know, I've started to get more into Saturday mornings as you know as well. In fact, I remember. In fact, I remember. Um, back, you know, around the late '80s, mid to late '80s, stations here in California, Northern California, like KBHK, which is now KBCW, KTVU, which was eventually going to be Fox and all that, you know, uh, KICU. You know, K-O-F-Y, coffee. You know, over time, they started to slowly get into the Saturday morning groove of things as well. Um, I, I can tell you honestly, one memory I have vividly is, and I've mentioned this before when I talk about Transformers, but KBHK had taken Transformers from the weekdays and put them on weekends. You know, made them a Saturday morning stable because they were going into reruns. And they decided to do like a, a two-hour block of Transformers at times, or an hour block of Transformers, where you would have, you know, two episodes back-to-back -back of G1. And on occasions, they would actually block out, you know, 9 to 11, because they would either show the Five Faces of Darkness miniseries, which was the premiere for Season 3. They would either show More Than Meets the Eye, which was the series premiere, period, or Ultimate Weapon. I think that's what it was, Ultimate Weapon. And uh, and on occasion, surprisingly, they would also show Transformers the movie. Now, yes, a lot of syndicated stations that carry Transformers would advertise, hey, we're doing Transformers the movie on this day, tune in for it. And a lot of fans would. Uh, but this was at a time that KBHK had acquired the syndicated licensing rights from KTVU because KTVU had Transformers on during the weekdays. And when KBHK took a hold of it, it's like, hey, we're going to put this on, not just on the weekdays, but mostly on the weekends. And, you know, that's what they did. And I can remember vividly, you know, in 89, I believe, I was 10 years old and... My mom had told me that if I did good in school for that week, I could record Transformers the movie that Saturday morning. Because one of the things I always love to do, and any kid loved to do, you know, as their favorite pastime when it would be, you know, when it comes to like the Sunday newspaper, is read the TV guide to see if any new animation was coming on or any, you know, new episodes were coming on Saturday mornings and what, you know, that episode was going to be. And I remember looking at the Daily Review one time and the TV guide out of that and the Daily Review was a Hayward paper but we still got it in Fremont we still had it um, in Fremont as well we had our own paper but we still had the Daily Review as the main paper and I remember looking through it one day you know and I looked down on Saturday and I saw Transformers and I vividly remember this 
at 9 o'clock, but then as I look to 9.30 for, you know, at the KBHK, you know, listing, there was nothing there. So I looked at 10 o'clock, nothing there. I looked at 10.30, nothing there. I looked at, I looked at 11, there was something coming on at 11, but between 9 and 11, there was nothing but nothing else listed outside of the 9 o'clock thing of Transformers, and that's when it hit me, because I pretty much had come to the conclusion at that time that Transformers the movie was going to be shown um, at that time, because they had done it already before. Uh, so I asked my mom, hey, if I can I record this on Saturday? And my mom basically said, yeah, you do good in school, you do good all week, you can do it. You know, because I would always try to, any, because anytime we would go to the video store, with you know, with you know, just us as family, or we would go with friends. I'd want the movie. I'd want to rent the movie. You know, no matter, you know, no matter, no matter whether they said no, no or not. I wanted to rent the movie because I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. So when that came on, my mom basically, you know, said, "You be good and everything. You get to do it." And I was good. I was good in school. I was good at home. So as a end, so as an end result, she kept her promise, and I got to record Transformers the movie the edited down television version where you didn't have the swear words but you mostly had you mostly had everything else intact uh, but I got to I got I got to record it off KBHK and the reason I got to record it is because what made Transformers on Saturday morning so different was the fact that they had the Tommy character along with the stop-motion puppet of, Op of Powermaster Optimus Prime and usually, like I said, it would just be a half hour or an hour's worth of cartoons of Transformers, and that was it. But when they did something like that on occasions, you know, <laughs> you know, enough said. And what made this memorable for me when it comes to Saturday mornings is at the same time, I had my sisters that loved to watch their Saturday morning cartoons. And my older sister was into Beetlejuice. She loved the Beetlejuice cartoon, and we would watch it. You know, we would watch it every Saturday because, uh, you know, at that time, I had already seen all the Transformers episodes there was. So I was like, fine, you know, I'll, I'll watch Beetlejuice with you. It wasn't a big deal. Um, but, you know, my mom made the promise that, hey, this, you're good. You get to do this. And so instead of watching Beetlejuice that day, and I think they did go and watch it in another room because I think they had another TV in their room or something or in the kitchen. I can't remember. But they did watch it themselves. You know, they did watch Beetlejuice eventually. But I got to record my movie, which was, you know, a blast to do. Uh, even though I don't have that tape anymore uh, because it was destroyed, I had that tape up to basically when I moved. When I moved to my own apartment in Lawrence, Kansas, I still had that tape. And that was a long time. That, that was a recording I did in 1989. 1989. So when I moved to Kansas, I had I mean, not moved to Kansas, but when I moved to um, to Lawrence on my own, I had that tape with me even up to when I left. Well, actually, I had to leave the tape behind, but still, I had it up to before I left, which was about 2007. So that's almost 20 years of something like that on on hand. And that's the other thing about Saturday morning cartoons as well. Uh, that James brought up and everybody else brings up is with the advent of VCRs, you could record Saturday morning cartoons and watch them at any time you wanted. And I did that, you know, when I moved back to Kansas, I did that 
several times. I recorded Sonic the Hedgehog, Saturday M, Ninja Turtles, Wildcats, Wild West Cowboys of Moo Mesa. You know, if it was a show I liked, I dedicated several variety tapes, as I call them, uh, to recording those programs and, and enjoying them. And, you know, I just wish I would have kept them with me because I would have been, I would have loved to have transferred them to DVD. And I did kind of transfer some to DVD, but not as much as I would like. But I did what I could. <laughs> I did what I could to keep it alive and everything. Um, but yeah, I, I remember, you know, just, you know, using V using a VCR that me and my dad, as I mentioned before, in several videos, had um bought at a pawn shop which and it worked it worked you know for the long t for the longest time that we had it but what happened is that it was i was we didn't have it i'll put it this way we didn't have it no more than about four months five months and the recording option the recording you know the recording option of the of the vcr burned out it stopped functioning i mean everything else played right but the VCR, but the recording option stopped functioning. Because I remember I had recorded mostly all of Season 2 up to that point of Sonic's Tad AM, Sonic the Hitchhawk. You know, from Sonic Conversion to uh, The Void. So I had recorded all the episodes in between that time frame. And I was getting ready to record Cry of the Wolf. I had gone downstairs, turned it on, watched Cry of the Wolf, recorded it thinking, okay, I'm going to have this episode, and when I went to go play it back, nothing was there. I was like, what the hell's going on? So, you know, of course, I checked, I recorded something out of an example just to see what was happening. Same thing, nothing happened. And like I said, apparently the recording option had burnt out. So, the VCR still worked, but there was no recording option, unfortunately. But... With that said, you know, with that said, though, I still watch Saturday morning cartoons even up until, you know, I, I graduated from high school. I still watch them. Even, I even, here's, here's what's crazy. So when I played football, you know, even the next day I got up early, tried to watch cartoons and enjoy myself. Uh, even Even when I would play baseball and do track and all that. You know, if I was off on Saturday, I'd watch cartoons. The only exceptions is if we had a track meet that day or a baseball game that day. Um, you know, I wouldn't. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be watching Saturday morning cartoons. I'd be going to the school to go right off where we had to go right off to for, you know, for the games or the the meet that I was being part of. Um, but. Overall, though, I have a lot of good memories of Saturday morning cartoons. Like I said, these memories go all the way back to when I was a kid, in a very at a very young age. Because I remember things like the Chuck Norris cartoon, Mr. T. I remember watching Scooby-Doo Mysteries and all that very vividly, very, very well. Pup Named Scooby-Doo, the Flintstone Kids. I mean, I mean, I could just ramble on and on and on for, for hours from my experience and the and the best part of it, the the best part about it was sharing the experience with my sisters because it was the one thing we had in common we'd get up 
we go to the living room, we turn on Saturday morning cartoons, and the story. You know, away we went. <laughs> you know, if you see, if you get what I'm saying. But yeah, we in, we had a great time watching Saturday morning cartoons. Um, but but obviously the question anybody would have is what caused the downfall of it. You know, what what caused Saturday morning cartoons to get a decline? Um, and that's a good question. I mean, despite I mean, because you would think. Saturday morning cartoons would be, you know, more stronger than ever with the addition later on of Fox and Fox Kids and then Kids WB um, in the night in the late eighties, early not early to mid nineties, or actually the early to mid nineties. You think it would be stronger than ever, but over time things just started to decline, and they declined in a very, very unfortunate way, uh, I think. So. So yeah, what what could have led to it? Well, let's talk about that, because I think that's kind of interesting in its own right. So what could have led to the decline of Saturday morning cartoons? Well, a lot of people try to pinpoint exactly when the decline started to show its you know its bearings. It started to show its its face, if you will. And I think the decline started when NBC itself pulled out of the Saturday morning uh, the Saturday morning race if you will the last year it ever had Saturday morning cartoons was 1991 and I vividly remember this because they advertised this big list of cartoons that they were going to be showing up until a certain point that day and the cartoons were of course Pro Stars, Wish Kid with Macaulay Culkin Yo Yogi, they still had Smurfs on there and I think the other one was Space Cats, and that was it. And neither one of these shows lasted about a season, and that was it. You know, for for the Saturday morning cartoons on on NBC, because I think what really kind of you know caused NBC to go downhill a little bit is when they would transition from that first two hours, three hours of cartoons to a block they would call TNBC, which was short for Teen. NBC and you would have things like Saved by the Bell, California Dreams and and so on and no knock on either one of those shows those were good shows don't get me wrong but if it, it felt like they wanted to go in that but it basically felt like they were more focused on going in that direction than you know remaining with with what with, remaining excuse me that was what brought them to the dance so you know I, I think that kind of started at the beginnings of the not not the full full on assault, if you will, but the full. But I to me, I think that kind of helped start building the foundation for the decline of Saturday morning cartoons. Because after NBC fell, you were now you now had three major networks or four major networks, you know, eventually. But at that time, only three. Those being, of course, ABC, CBS, and Fox. I mean, when Fox joined the Saturday morning um, race, if you will, NBC was still kind of going strong. And so you had four major networks, along with the inclusion of syndication, to uh, watch Saturday morning cartoons on. But over time, it just, like I said, NBC, I guess obviously the people in charge there at the time, saw the writing on the wall and said, yeah, Saturday morning cartoon, you know, cartoons on our network on Saturday mornings ain't cutting it anymore. Let's move on. Oh, let's move in a different direction. 
and they did and then over time you start to notice that you know every other network that was showing Saturday morning cartoons started to follow suit you know eventually not fully but eventually like ABC and CBS still kept trucking on and trucking on and trucking on along with Fox and then eventually WB they came around in the mid 90s I think you know I think kids WB came out around the mid 90s you know and you know they kept you know you know trucking like I said kept trucking along and truck let me trucking along and trucking along and trucking along let me let me check here yeah 1995 1995 so you know four years you know, four years after NBC pulled out of the race, you know, Kids WB came around and, um, you know, they kept, and they helped, you know, can, they helped basically bandage up or fill that, well, I wouldn't say bandage up, but they basically came along to fill in that gap of now giving us, once again, four major networks, you know, alongside, you know, Fox and ABC and CBS, because, as I said, when Fox came around, um, NBC was still a, a powerhouse somewhat. You know, they were still a powerhouse. I think, let me see. I'm trying to figure out when they came out here. Yeah, 1990. Yeah, 1990. You know, they, they were still a powerhouse. You know, they were still, you know, a powerhouse, um, you know, at that time when uh, basically Fox Kids came around. So you had in 1994 major networks to watch Saturday morning cartoons on including syndication but when NBC pulled out as I mentioned you know it left a gap it left a gap that eventually four years later three and a half years later got filled by Kids WB but it was around the time that Kids WB came around that you start to notice now that CBS CBS was starting to go that same route that NBC did you know they started to um, kind of scale back on Saturday morning cartoons, you know, a lot more than usual to the point that you only had like maybe two hours of Saturday morning cartoons on CBS and that was it. You would have the Action Zone with Turtles and whatever other show they would have on, uh, mostly Turtles that is, um, you know, Garfield and Friends and that was about it and some other shows and that was it. That was it for a while, and then eventually, you know, they pulled out completely after 1997, because they held, 1996-97, because they held on. The one, the two shows that kept them going was Ninja Turtles and Garfield, and they still had the rights to them up until like the late, mid to late 90s, and then, of course, when those finally ended, or those licenses finally fell out, you know, CBS, you know, they pulled out completely themselves around that time. ABC, though, they kept going and going and going, you know, for quite some time. They kept going up until about the late 90s, early 2000s. And it was around the early 2000s that they eventually finally pulled out as well. They tried to keep going, but they eventually pulled out. And that left us only, um, that you know, that left us only with... Uh, Fox Kids and Kids WB and some syndicated networks. But it was also around this time that, you know, as a lot of people uh, brought up, you had cable really kicking into high gear with their own Saturday morning 
uh, presentations on Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, the sister network, Boomerang, which is now its own streaming service, you know, and so on. And syndication kind of still kept it going for a bit before they kind of before they kind of pulled out for a while. And yeah, it it wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be basically until about a couple of years ago that Saturday mornings just finally came to an end. You know, it just you know finally came um, to an end. You know, once and for all. And I think, uh, let me see now. I'm trying to look up the information as I do this. Uh, but yeah, it wouldn't be until about, you know, the, it wouldn't be until about basically, trying to see here, trying to make sure I get this all right, guys. Um, it wouldn't be until about, uh, 2000, yeah, 2017, yeah, 2017, um, you know, you know, it wouldn't be until about 2017 when Saturday mornings would come to an end that the last holdout at that time was Fox Kids, which went through, I think it was Fox Kids or, no, no, it was Kids WB, which went through a variety of names. It went from Kids WB to the Vortex and all that, and it wouldn't be until, like I said, you know, 2017 that it would all come to an end finally. And, like I said, it's all, and one of the, um, one of the adding, one of the factors that added to the decline, like I said, is you had a lot of these cable networks presenting their own Saturday morning products and everything, you know, as time went on. But also, you had, around that time, the advent of streaming services, Netflix, you know, you had, well, yeah, Netflix was one of the reasons. You had other streaming services coming about, like Prime Video, I think, was just coming into its own, and Hulu, and all that, you know, you know as well. And, and you also had things like Apple TV, you know, Apple, the Apple Store, Google, Apple, like the Apple Store, and Google Play, along, like, again, going back to Amazon, and, you know, places like Voodoo, and and all that, that would allow you to actually, if you had the money, purchase these classic cartoons to watch whenever you wanted. Heck, you even had the the likes of, you know, YouTube to be able to watch them as well. And other places like Daily Motion and, and Vimo and such. And, and all these other, like, third or fourth party or second party streaming outlets or video outlets that allowed you to do it. So, yeah, to me, over time... The decline, to me, really started to go back to what I was saying. The decline really started to show when NBC pulled out in the early 90s. And even though it wasn't much of a showing just yet, over time, you knew it was going to grow. But as kids and teens at that time, we didn't see it that way. We just felt like, hey, this can this is going to go on forever. Uh, but it didn't. And unfortunately, like I said, 2017, 18 came around. That was it. That was it. Now... The other question, obviously, is can we still relive Saturday morning cartoons? Can we still get that feeling back? I think the answer is yes. You know, I think the answer is yes. And, you know, when, you know, people ask, can we still get that feeling back of Saturday, of Saturday morning cartoons? Like I said, the answer is yes. There is no doubt you can get that feeling back. Because when you look at places like MeTV... 
in my TV and all these syndicated um, outlets that are dedicated to classic television, you notice that on Saturday mornings they're trying to bring that back. They're trying to bring that feeling back of Saturday mornings as they used to be. You look at me TV and you got Popeye, you got Bugs Bunny, you got Tom and Jerry. And yes, you kind of get them on the weekdays, but you only get them for like an hour or so. Here on the on Saturday mornings, you get them for the classic run of two, three hours, like it used to be. And I love the fact that you have, you know, places like MeTV and other syndicated networks that are cl dedicated to classic television, uh, attempting to, you know, bring it, bring the Saturday morning uh, feeling back for for families and kids of all ages. I really appreciate, you know, them trying to do that. And, you know, it, it's something that I think people running those networks, those syndicated networks, are realizing, hey, we used to grow up on this. This used to be a special time for us. You know, why can't the new generation of kids have that special time as well? And I think that's the motivation. I think, well, I don't think, but I believe that's the motivation, in my opinion, for them going in this direction. I really do. Um, the... The, the thing, now, the other thing about, you know, can you bring, about that question of can you bring Saturday morning cartoons back, can you get that feeling back, yeah, you can. Because as I mentioned before, you can, you have YouTube here, and there are people here on YouTube that dedicate their channels to giving you what they call classic Saturday morning blocks. Now, the catch is the programs they have on there do follow certain Saturday morning blocks of different networks, which they do categorize for them to, to represent. But they're not always the original recordings. They're like taken from Boomerang or they're taken from Disney Channel or whatever. But they, but even though you could see it from you know those networks or those services, you know what the per, what the, peop, the what the people are trying to do. Excuse me, there are trying to give you that are trying to help you relive that Saturday morning magic, you know, as, it first, as you first originally saw it. I mean, they even go as far as to include classic commercials, you know, from that time frame, which I think is a, a, a nice added touch. So you have YouTube and people that are doing that themselves to, um, you know, give you that feeling back. The other way you can get that feeling, too, is to go back and if the show is on syndication, not syndication, but if the show is on a service you have, you're subscribed to, or if you have the DVD, maybe even potentially the Blu-ray of said show, you know, you could try to categorize it like, okay, um, let's say you used to watch Mr. T, okay, Mr. T has a DVD out for his series through Warner Archive, and if you have that, you could actually put that on and say, okay, I remember watching Mr. T at 7, boom. 7 o'clock in the morning, you can dedicate yourself to doing that. From set, like seven in, 7 in the morning, here's Mr. T. Okay, what was the other show? Oh, Chuck Norris. Put the Chuck Norris disc in. Alright, here we go, Chuck Norris. And stuff like that. You could do that. You could do that. You could constantly go in that direction with how you used to recall watching Saturday morning cartoons and stuff. But yeah, in a, in a way, you can try to relive and try to bring back Saturday morning cartoons. You know, like I said, you have places like MeTV that's trying to do it, and I respect them for that. I really do. But, in the end, the question, the two questions, obviously, 
that I think anybody else has, anybody else has is, you know, what's the long, what what will be the legacy of Saturday morning cartoons? What will be the legacy of Saturday morning cartoons? I think honestly, the legacy of Saturday morning cartoons is for a lot of us that grew up in the time when Saturday morning cartoons really started to take off uh, in what people would consider the golden age of Saturday morning cartoons, that being the 80s and the 90s. I think, again, I go back to what I said at the beginning, Saturday morning cartoons was always looked at to a lot of us as a special time because, you know, there were certain cartoons you could only watch on Saturday mornings, and I think that's the legacy it leaves behind. That it was a showcase, a two to four hour, five hour, six hour showcase of Saturday morning cartoons you couldn't watch anywhere else but only on Saturday mornings and on these Pacific networks. And that's the legacy it has. That it was something that even though you could watch cartoons Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, there was something different about Saturday mornings because these were cartoons that you could only watch at that time and on those networks and that's what made it more special. And you can, and maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me, but you could also tell at times that it seemed they put more effort into the animation of the shows than they did, you know, with certain shows on weekdays and Sunday mornings. So to me, that's the legacy that it leaves behind. You know, that, you know, it's always going to be known for and leaves behind. The fact that it was a time where you could, where you felt like you were, you know, entering another realm. You were entering an exclusive club, if you will, to where, this, you know, by entering this exclusive club, you can only see, you know, certain things that, you know, there in that club, you know, that you couldn't see anywhere else. And I think that's the legacy it leaves behind. And, you know, it's always going to be known for, in my opinion. You know, to me, that, that's just something that's... Um, that's, you know, unarguable, in my opinion, that that's a legacy it's going to leave behind and be known for. And there's no getting around that. So, last but not least, could Saturday mornings make a comeback? Well, if MeTV is any indication, then yes. But, it all, but it's going to take a group effort, a very group, very big, I should say, group effort on everybody's behalf to try to make that happen. Because you have all these other outlets now from Cartoon Network to its streaming, you know, its sister streaming service Boomerang to Disney Plus to HBO Max, you know, to Hulu and all of them. You know, you have these avenues, these other avenues now for people to watch, you know, classic Saturday morning cartoons. But do I think it's possible for them to make a make do I think it's possible for Saturday morning cartoons to make a comeback as they used to? Absolutely. But like I said, it's going to take a group effort. It's going to take a group effort from those at NBC, those at CBS, those at ABC, Fox, and the CW, or the WBD as it's now known, to to make that happen. But I think, but I think honestly, it can be done. I think it can be done, and it's something that I think a lot of these networks nowadays should really consider tapping back into because there is value in the Saturday morning cartoon lineups. Even if you dedicate your network to saying, hey, I'm going to give you Saturday morning cartoons on NBC, but they're going to be classic cartoons from when your parents, 
you know, <laughs> kids, like in the 90s or, or the 80s, you know, if you have to go that route, then so be it. But, you know, still it would be something. And it would bring families together because you could have parents, maybe grandparents be like, yeah, this is what I used to watch on Saturday mornings. And if, you know, and I'm glad to see it back. And now you get the chance to see it yourself. So, yeah, I think it's possible. I think it's very possible. And you have a peripheral. You have an unlimited peripheral of shows, kids and family shows, that you can put on Saturday mornings. Like, yeah, you could keep them on your streaming services all you want, but you could put them on Saturday mornings. I mean, one thing that a lot of people liked about My Little Pony Friendship is Magic is even though you could watch episodes every day and even watch a more recent episode on demand in case you missed it, the one thing that made My Little Pony Friendship is Magic special to a lot of folks is newer episodes would be on Saturday mornings only. And that, and that's what... and. For a lot of people, if you were off that day, that gave you a reason to get up to watch a show like to watch the newest episode and stuff. So you still kind of had that Saturday morning feel where the only time you could watch new episodes was on Saturday mornings. But yeah, you have a lot of shows now that can make that happen. I mean, NBC this past Thanksgiving, you know, advertised, you know, helped advertise G5, you know, so. Who's to say if they wanted to get back into the Saturday morning cartoon game, they wouldn't be like, we want, my, we want My Little Pony make your mark. And they would get it. So, I think, yeah, I think it is possible. It's just all depending on who can make a deal with who. I mean, CBS, you know, associates themselves with Paramount+. Plus. There's a lot of cartoons on CBS that they could bring onto the CBS Network on Saturday, morning car- on Saturday mornings. You know, classic and new. And people would watch them. You know, the same with ABC and Disney Plus and stuff. So I think it is possible. It's just dependent on those, you know, out there that, you know, that want to, you know, probably go in that direction to make it happen. So I do think it is possible. However, I just wanted to come on here, guys. I do apologize if I stuttered a lot, a little bit. I'm doing this un- unscripted and such. But I just wanted to come on here and... You know, just give you my thoughts in response to James's video on what happened to Saturday morning cartoons, give you my memories on him, and, you know, just add, try to give my answers to some questions people have. You know, um, the you know the legacy of Saturday morning cartoons and if they could ever make a comeback in a way that they, you know, in the way that they used to be. But let me know what your thoughts are, guys. What were your memories of Saturday morning cartoons? Did you grow up on them? What were your favorite lineups on the major networks from ABC, NBC, CBS, and eventually Fox, and then eventually Kids WB? Let me know down below in the comments section as well as in the live chat during the premiere. Like the video. Super Chat Super Stickers are open during the live chat. And super thanks after the premiere. Check me out at my BW Roses Discussions podcast and all your favorite audio podcast locations except for Pandora. Also check me out at Vmo for content you can't get anywhere else at BW Roses. And at Patreon.com slash BW Roses is the $1, $3 tier. And at Venmo at Brian Warmer 2 and at Cash App at BW Roses98. And at my Teespring store as well. But guys, let me know what your memories are on Saturday morning cartoons, moons and everything. What were your lineups? Do you think it can make a comeback? What legacy do you think it, you know, has left behind uh, to this day? And until next time, guys, I am out. <laughs>